I want to thank for all of you in this room uh, for making this forum a success, <laughs> particularly in Prosper Africa deal room. That sounds like something that we shouldn't be saying. Proper, you know, Prosper Africa deal room. I kept asking, where's where's the deal room? I think I'm looking at it. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, boy, I tell you, the Joe Biden and our money. Somebody should call the cops. I'm not sure they'd show up at this point. Can hardly blame them. It's a world gone mad. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I marvel at this. Uh, the Athena Film Festival at Barnard College. They've got a page up. The Buy Walk Artist Submission Fee Waiver. You can apply. You can submit your homemade uh, film to the uh, to the Athena. You know, Columbia University Barnard College. Uh, um, a BIWOC artist submission for a film festival. And they just put BIWOC on the top, B-I, in all capitals. It's um, an acronym, uh, B-I-W-O-C, and that's for Black Indigenous Women of Color. Now, uh, that's uh, uh, multiply redundant, but they're not very good with the English language. The Athena, they go to Ivy League schools, and they come out dumber than mm, house cats. But... The Athena Film Festival at Barnard College is committed to practicing and celebrating racial intersectional feminism. Racial intersectional mean racist, mentally ill, um, dementia, I think is uh, the subtitles on that. In recognition of the extra barriers BIWOC artists face in the film industry, which is run entirely by lefties, we are offering submission fee waivers to films written, directed, and produced by BIWOC artists. As they just use it like it's an actual word. Pretty amazing. Quick reminder of the submission guidelines, the guidelines and requirements. Uh, please do not submit your film if it doesn't meet these guidelines. Film must have a woman, in parentheses, girl, or women, character, uh, in parentheses, S, in leadership role, in parentheses, S, or positions, in parentheses, S. Projects from all genres are accepted, and stories about women from all racial, ethnic, socioeconomic, and cultural groups. See? That's uh, the thing. Non-English films may be submitted. That's the good thing. Films may be directed by a person of any gender or identity. identity. So if you're a man, I suggest you say you're a woman for purposes of these BIWOC submissions, because they already said multiple times, that it's about BIWOC, and if you're like a straight white guy, you're hardly BIWOC. What's the uh, thing uh, in uh, Star Wars? Ewoks? Is that what it's out there? Yeah, Ewoks. <laughs> this, is, this is today's Democrat Party. They're racially segregationists. They're gender segregationists and gender, 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 gender segregationists. San Francisco, they now have more than 90 different gender choices, some of which are outright obscene. Um, but uh, but never mind that. So the Columbia University Women's Film Festival only makes white people pay. <laughs> that's uh, that's your thing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And now that Jill Biden's all in on Joe Biden's reelection uh, in 2024, uh, I guess we're good to go. We're good to go. Joe Biden's helping the communist Chinese as well. The uh, 
and uh, funneling money at corrupt African leaders. And nobody will mention that the room is full of corrupt African leaders uh, who have been involved in all kinds of horrors in Africa over the years, but pay no attention to that. That's not a thing. And uh, watch the Biden administration not allow the National Archives to release the documents having to do with uh, the corrupt Biden family. Uh, February is the deadline. It'll be swept under the rug. Uh, The Washington Post won't even mention it because that's what they do. We still don't know what happened in the John F. Kennedy assassination because there are still thousands of documents that remain classified, even though the law required that they all be made available to the public five years ago. But never mind that. Why would that be a uh, thing? This is your Democrat Party. Uh, Speaking of the Democrats, uh, uh, not a day goes by without some LGBTQQIAA2 plus stories. Um, The first Emmys for children heavily focused on LGBT content and uh, woke television shows aimed at kids. Two awards recipients in this uh, Emmy Awards program um, shouted out, I kid you not, LGBTQIA kids in their acceptance speeches, in their acceptance speeches. Now, they change it almost every day because it's, you know, what George Orwell warned us about it. But the first annual Children's and Family Emmy Awards had numerous speeches and awards focused on LGBTQ messaging in an event catering to kids from, quote, infancy to age 15. That's all, uh, you know, underage. Call Roman Polanski. I think uh, he uh, wants an award here. The two-night award show created by the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences bestowed awards on numerous uh, productions uh, containing discussion on gender ideology, and winners occasionally made references to similar progressive topics of all the programs awarded and uh, subsequent acceptance speeches this past weekend. One in four of them included some information regarding gender identity or sexual orientation for the uh, kids from uh, birth to 15 because, you know, the first night was hosted by dancer and TikTok star. Can you call somebody a star for being on TikTok? Uh, I guess we can. Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa often refers to herself as pansexual at the start of the show. Uh, XOMG pop group, the dance troupe of uh, young girls dressed in futuristic rainbow-colored outfits, performed on stage before Siwa introduced herself. Um, but the, the Muppet Babies, she said, I'm a pop star, a reality TV star, a dancer, a singer, a choreographer a social media influencer because she dances around on TikTok. Some would even call me a gay icon. This is the show for the kids. Just don't say they're grooming because, you know, that's uh, an evil word. Muppet Babies received an award for outstanding uh, writing for a preschool animated program. Uh, Ceremony specifically highlighted the controversial Gonzorella episode in which the character Gonzo tries on dresses and uses they, them pronouns to identify as non-binary. Kind of like the mass murderer uh, at uh, Club Q in Colorado Springs identifies as non-binary. Isn't that amazing? 
dealing with the Fox News Digital Heroes of Liberty children's book series. Editor Bethany Mandel said uh, that content that introduces gender-bending philosophy like Gonzorella has detrimental consequences for kids, uh, therefore not part of the programming. Um, and, and then these, uh, these people get up there, and LGBT is not enough. LGBTQ is not enough. Now they've got a, a new one, and honestly, you're going to need a team of lawyers and a decoder ring to figure it out because Catherine Rio Rende, the uh, song's composer, one of the uh, accepted the award and gave special shout-out to, I'm quoting now, all of the LGBTQIA kids across the world before walking off stage. Sesame Street won again that night for outstanding preschool series because they're coming for the children. <laughs> like Nancy Pelosi, I like to be close to the children. <laughs> These, uh, this is, uh, they've made this normal. This is the, uh, the thing. Just, uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also, the Gateway Pundit has a story today. Um, an independent journalist uh, went to a uh, disturbing, blatantly sexual drag queen Christmas show for all ages for the kids. And the drag queen Christmas, they're, they're uh, twerking and simulating um, sex uh, from behind and bent over and dressed in uh, like stripper outfits and doing twerking stripper moves. And it's for kids. It's a drag queen Christmas, and they're on tour. Um, and a bunch of alumni of RuPaul's Drag Race, but RuPaul is, you know, like normal compared to your average Democrat today. RuPaul was always funny, you know, dressed like a woman today and a man tomorrow and uh, showed up like an intelligent business person, but never mind that. So a, a, a journalist named Taylor Hansen attended the event in uh, Austin, Texas, naturally. Where else in Texas? But it is moving out of Dallas, I think. And uh, the drag queen mega thread, I mean, it's just blatant. It's... Uh, incredibly sexual. They're touring the country, coming to Washington, D.C., going to cities all over America for this really, I'd have to say, pornographic thing. And it's Christmas themed, so they have screwed off the red-nippled reindeer. They got uh, that. And uh, they say it's one of the favorites of the kids. Um, uh, One of the hosts asked a child in the audience uh, what his favorite part of the show was, and the kid said, nothing. The kid said, nothing, which is a pretty good answer. Not what they were looking for, but it's the family-friendly drag show that the Democrats have. Uh, you know, they're, they're taking it on tour. They're going all over the country, and it's pretty obscene. Uh, and the language and the what they're uh, doing is, you know, if it were in a, a strip club that Hunter Biden was hanging out in, smoking crack with a hooker, it would be what you'd expect to see. But with the, uh, the kiddies, mm-mm-mm. And sharing what they call explicit stories with the kiddies. This is the, the Democrat Party writ large. That's where they are today. This is uh, pretty. I like to be close to the children. And she on does. this administration, uh, they need us all to be stay close to them. They, they you, you guys were gonna, you know, have to get a crowbar and a fire hose over here because, you know, the Democrat Party is on the loose again. Uh, also, the Washington Examiner today, you know, the luggage thief, uh, nuclear waste uh, person at Joe Biden's energy department who has at long last been fired. Uh, non-binary ex-Biden official Sam Brinton helped craft policy to hide student sex changes from parents. The Washington Examiner, Gabe Kaminsky, investigative journalist. And uh, this is uh, 
you know, this uh, shaved head with the goatee with the women's clothes and the high heels and the uh, stealing luggage and um, stealing women's jewelry and clothes. And, and uh, he was fine uh, until uh, it got to be too much even for the Democrats. So Sam Britton, the non-binary ex-Energy Department nuclear waste official facing major prison time, uh, helped a nonprofit group craft a model school policy adopted in several states that tells schools to hide gender identity and changes in gender identity or sexual orientation changes uh, from unaffirming parents. So between 2017 and 2020, uh, Brinton was head of the Advocacy and Government Affairs at the Trevor Project, an LGBT focus group. What is the abbreviation today? Uh, On youth suicide prevention. You know, 40, 40, more than 40% of people that identify as transgender at least attempt suicide. And the Democrat Party is trying to create more of them. And this guy became a nuclear official in the Biden administration because, because it's all fine. Isn't it great? Yes, it is. Also a story from National Panhandler Radio, because the Democrats are everywhere. And this is taxpayer-funded propaganda uh, in every hamlet in America. Oregon's, the state of Oregon's LGBTQ, what's the abbreviation again? Community worries that new gun laws will keep them from obtaining guns. And they've got a picture of like a cross-dressing guy with, um, uh, what would you say that color is? Magenta wig with an AR-15 in his or her hands dressed in a woman's dress sitting in a window looking like Lee Harvey Oswald in the school book uh, depository. And uh, amazing stuff. Some Oregon trans and queer gun supporters, sure, are worried that a new state law will prevent them from buying firearms because it gives police the authority to say, "Uh, no, this person's too crazy. Um, And the Democrats uh, don't want that. NPR doesn't want that. This is NPR is suddenly in favor of, for the first time ever, of people getting guns, including AR-15s in this photograph right here, as long as they're transgender and have a 40% chance of attempting suicide, because that's your Democrat Party. I'm guessing that right about now, seasonal excitement or maybe seasonal dread is starting to settle in, especially if you own a small business, even a big business. You know, it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control, though, thanks to Stamps.com, because Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. You get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer at home, at your office, on the road. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. All you need, what do you need? You need a package pickup? You can easily schedule a package pickup through your Stamps.com dashboard. So this holiday season, trade in late nights for silent nights. And get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANTE, that's me, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts for you. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the code PLANT. You can thank me later. Yes, sir. Yeah, today's Democrat Party. And NPR is suddenly in favor of people being allowed to get guns easily. As long as you're a transgender person in Oregon. Now, why do they think they're being singled out? Uh, no reason at all. None whatsoever. It's just that the new law, the new law grants uh, county sheriffs and police the discretion to determine who qualifies to purchase the firearm. 
they're looking at, you know, creeps with records and uh, people whose house they show up at all the time because of calls. But the uh, NPR went with the, the trans person with the magenta wig and the AR-15. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Remember the mass murderer at uh, Club Q in Colorado Springs murdered six people. The gay nightclub identifies as non-binary. He's non-binary. Well, uh, Dave Chappelle, you remember when Dave Chappelle, great comedian, was attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl uh, last year by a crazy person? The uh, suspect in the alleged attack uh, on uh, comedy legend Dave Chappelle has pleaded no contest to charges of battery. Isaiah Lee, 24, was sentenced to 270 days in county jail on charges of battery and entering a restricted area during a live event. After tackling Dave Chappelle on stage, he had a a big knife in his hand disguised as a gun, which makes a lot of sense. The Los Angeles City Attorney Mike Fuhrer, he's the Fuhrer, uh, originally charged Lee with four uh, counts of uh, battery, possession of a weapon with intent to assault, unauthorized access to the stage area during a performance. That's illegal in California. And commission of an act that delays an event or interferes with a performer. That's illegal in California, too. Uh, But he had this uh, replica gun with a knife blade, and he attacked him, and he was trying to murder him. Well, it turns out that um, he told the jailhouse interviewer that he was triggered by Dave Chappelle's anti-LGBTQ plus jokes and by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars because he said, I identify as bisexual. Wanted him to know what he said was triggering. Triggering. So he bought a replica gun. And uh, he's very upset, so he attacked him. And, and he gets 270 days for that attempted murder of Dave Chappelle on stage. Would have gotten a lot more, but uh, Dave Chappelle makes jokes that the left doesn't like. So, you know, they're the left. Um, they'd be hanging you in public like Iran if they could. Uh, Lee, the uh, mad person uh, who identifies as bisexual, is awaiting an unrelated trial for attempted murder because he allegedly stabbed his roommate in 2021 also, but was on the loose. You know, that's a fear not stabbed his roommate. Um, This is your Democrat Party, and the FBI is looking for white supremacists. This is the Chris Plant Show. you see that the nation of El Salvador has uh, thrown 2% of its adult population into prison because of the out-of-control gang problems they say they have there. El Salvador has arrested 2% of its adult population in its war on gangs. Other countries are taking note. Eight months since El Salvador's new president, Nayib Bukele, Uh, announced a war on gangs, an estimated 2% of the country's adult population. Roughly 100,000 people are now behind bars. Bukele's crackdown this year, prompted by a bloody killing spree by gangs that saw dozens of people killed in March, placed El Salvador in a prolonged state of emergency and relaxed important constitutional rights. They're relaxed now, like due process, and freedom of association. Sounds like the Democrat Party's in charge. Uh, 
think Joe Biden would like this guy. He should invite him over to the House, give him billions of dollars. The mano dura, or iron fist, anti-gang policy appeared to be working with homicide rates falling in the country. I'm reminded of Apocalypse Now when, uh, you know, Martin Sheen is reading the dossier on Marlon Brando, Colonel Kurtz, and he assassinated people in Saigon, and then uh, Viet Cong activity dropped off uh, precipitously, you know. Bukele himself uh, is uh, now enjoying renown many leaders can only dream of with an 86% approval rating in an October survey of 12 Latin American countries. (laughs) Uh, by uh, C.I.D. Gallup, the Gallup polling people, making him the most popular leader in the region, despite the alleged rights violations. Well, that's because the other leaders are dreaming of uh, inflicting the similar rights violations and arresting lots of people. (laughs) Uh, Like the Democrats, they dream of arresting everybody that didn't vote for Joe Biden. It's kind of the same thing. I have a great many um, uh, news stories on my plate today. Let's, uh, let's go to this. Uh, Elon Musk, this is a pretty amazing story. Um, Elon Musk suspended a number of lefties from Twitter because they were targeting him with uh, doxing and they're tracking his private jet and sicking the lunatics on him like the uh, lunatic that showed up outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house. And this uh, gang of lefties, they, um, they got together and they're, they're these tracking things where you can go online and track jets because they're registered with the FAA and and airports and all of that stuff. But uh, suspended were um, a number of fake journalists, um, Matt Binder, Aaron Rupar, Keith Oberman. He was never a journalist. Uh, he's a mentally ill person. Micah Lee, Tony Webster, and, um, and all of these people. We should send them to uh, El Salvador, I think, have them uh, cover gang warfare there. Elon Musk uh, polls users on reinstating suspended journalists and defends himself in Twitter Spaces chat. Chat. Musk uh, told the journalists at the Twitter Spaces that the chat you dox, D-O-X, you dox, uh, uh, make public documents on myself and my whereabouts. You get suspended before abruptly logging off. Now, these people are targeting him because he's free speech. And uh, they are anti-free speech. Several prominent media critics of Twitter owner Elon Musk were banned from the platform without explanation on Thursday. That's not really true. There's an explanation. An explanation was eventually offered. Well, then don't say in your lead sentence that it was done without explanation. A series of tweets, Musk and the journalists, including CNN correspondent Donnie O'Sullivan. Donnie O'Sullivan, shouldn't you be face down in a bar somewhere? New York Times technology reporter Ryan Mack, Washington Post reporter Drew Harwell, The Intercept journalist Michael Lee, Mashable writer Matt Binder, or Binder, uh, a uh, former MSNBC host Keith Oberman, and former Vox journalist Aaron Rupar, allegedly violated the platform's new policy not to share location information. But Elon Musk defended his decision uh, to suspend the fake journalist who are really just radical left-wing extremist activists who are anti-democratic. And as the New York Times explained in their their, uh, vast poll, the news media is the number one threat to our democracy in the United States of America. The Democrat Party is the number two threat to our democracy, according to the New York Times poll. But 84% of us believe the news media is the number one threat to our democracy. 
And uh, he explained they would remain off the platform for seven days. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? <clears throat> Hours later, Elon Musk polled his 121.6 million Twitter followers. He's cheating a little. He owns the platform. Uh, as to whether the journalists, so-called, should be reinstated. And uh, it turns out a lot of lefties uh, sign up for all this stuff. And a majority of people say, oh, yeah, reinstate him now uh, because they're giving out your movements uh, and, uh, you know, assassins. And he actually, uh, Elon Musk used the word uh, assassins in one of his tweets or assassination because he's concerned about his safety. He, uh, he said, they posted my exact real-time location, basically assassination coordinates in obvious direct violation of Twitter terms of service. Um, but, you know, the news media doesn't care because they, like everybody they disagree with, to be killed because they're the left, or at least in jail, like in El Salvador. Let's go, uh, Jeff, let's go to soundbite number five. CNN used to be something of a news organization. I used to work there, but then I had to leave, uh, just like Barry Weiss had to leave the New York Times, and for the same reasons. But uh, CNN this morning, Caitlin Collins asks Donnie O'Sullivan, poor offend. Now the left is very offended, very offended. I can't believe people were suspended from Twitter. This is an outrage. Of course, it's been fine for years up until now. When it's them, then suddenly the hypocrites, were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. In fact, you can get that on T-shirts and coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store. Plenty of time for Christmas, and you get a free koozie with every purchase, and nothing we have is made in China because the communists use slave labor, and uh, Joe Biden's fine with that. He's going to send billions to China later for using slaves. But here is the, uh, yeah, go to the Chris Plant store or chrisplant.com to get gifts. We have bundled packages where you save money. Nothing is made in communist China. We're an American, America first. We're American people. We believe in the Bill of Rights and everything. So here's uh, CNN with their little circle fest uh, around their own navel this morning. Donnie O'Sullivan should be tending bar, slinging whiskey, is working at CNN instead. And he was suspended because he is doxing uh, people and uh, doing things to threaten their lives. Uh, pay no attention to that. CNN this morning. There are lots of things to clear up here. Mm. I think the most important is an accusation that he made. Elon Abort Musk him. said, quote, they posted my exact real-time location. Did you do that? No, that's just entirely false. And from what we can see, the other journalists who have been suspended as well also did not post his precise live location. What did you do? This all, <laughs> this all goes back. I poked the billionaire. Show his tweets. Why don't you show his tweets and then you won't have to debate it. Donnie's right off the boat, too. He's probably illegal. He's probably an illegal alien from Ireland. A lot of that goes on, you know, because, you know, bars, bars need. Oh, also, the front, speaking of illegal aliens... The front page of the Washington Post above the fold today um, has the headline, Migrant Shortfall Hampers Economy. That's the headline. The subheadline, Lack of Foreign-Born Workers Accounts for Half of Missing Labor Force. This is the Washington Post's effort to bolster Joe Biden's open borders policies and uh, say we need 10 million illegal aliens to come in and clean toilets. And that's actually what it says in here. Alonzo Ariaga's uh, title is general manager at a small hotel in Topeka, Kansas, not a border state. But these days, he doubles as housekeeper, making beds, vacuuming floors, laundering towels, 
to fill an ever-worsening worker shortage. They love the language of the Soviet Union. Like other businesses around the country, Senate Laundry Suites, Senate Luxury Suites, is struggling to keep going without critical employees. I thought they're workers. The hotel is down three housekeepers, half the number it had before the pandemic. And Ariega uh, blames the years-long immigration slowdown, which he says has made an already tough situation worse. They need more illegal aliens. This is what the Washington Post is arguing on the front page. To wash toilets and do laundry in hotels, because this is how the Democrats, the Washington Post, view uh, illegal immigrants to the United States of America who are coming in by the millions. You know, we'll have more illegal immigrants come in across our southern border during Joe Biden's time as president in uh, one term, probably even in two years, than the number that came through Ellis Island the entire time Ellis Island was open as an immigration portal. More than 62 years Ellis Island was open. Fewer than 12 million legal immigrants came through Ellis Island. We'll have a number greater than that in Joe Biden's first term illegally come into the country. So the Washington Post says the shortfall of immigrants, meaning illegal immigrants, is worsening widespread labor shortages and hobbling the U.S. economy when more than 10 million jobs remain unfilled. That means the Washington Post is saying we should have 10 million illegal aliens come in to, uh, I know people that live around here that have, uh, uh, you know, they have an illegal alien sleeping down next to the hot water heater in a dog bed, and uh, they're raising their children and, you know, cleaning their toilets. And this is what they want, cheap labor. It's, uh, can, can we talk about slavery again? Because you guys uh, talk out both sides of your mouths at the same time to the point where we're going to need to slow down and, and uh, bring in some interrogators here. Well, the slowdown in legal immigration began well before the pandemic. This is almost amazing. Listen to this. They blame Trump. <laughs> they actually blame Trump. Before the pandemic, the uh, COVID-19 crisis and testified in the process as the Trump administration effectively halted the flow of foreign-born workers into the United States, meaning he controlled the border and immigration, <laughs> and the Post is very angry about this. This is your Democrat Party today. Uh, let's get back to uh, uh, Donnie Haitatai O'Sullivan. You know, my best girl's uh, mother uh, off the boat from Ireland, and uh, I guess my uh, great-grandfather off the boat from Ireland and, and grandmother. Um, but Haitatai uh, they're always after me, lucky charms. All right, let's go back to soundbite number six, Donnie O'Sullivan. Uh, said, uh, and they're not showing the tweets that caused the offense because why would they do that? That would clarify things. So they're just saying, no, no, Elon Musk, he's wrong. He's an immigrant too, by the way, from South Africa. Uh, here's Donnie O'Sullivan. One thing that's really important to, to stress here is um, I have a platform. I'm on CNN, but you guys right now. Uh, we are in not the much privileged position really yeah. as journalists where if we want to quit Twitter, we're still going to be able to report and do our jobs. For a lot of independent freelance journalists around the world, you know, the reality is they have to be on Twitter because that is where editors and, and publishers will see their work and might hire them. Yeah. Hey, how about a nice uh, little glass of whiskey? Ooh. Uh, and then they uh, brought in the uh, always reliable journalist Don Lemon because, um, gosh, this is uh, pretty amazing stuff. Oh, actually, let's we got one more Donnie, Donnie O'Sullivan, um, because 
Oh, that Elon Musk, he's chilling. Now, wait a CNN reported the fake news for three years about Russian collusion. Um, yeah, you have a platform, only, you know, like a stadium full of people are watching it. Uh, they're not even in airports anymore. But, uh, yeah, you've got this uh, big platform that nobody watches. Uh, sometimes people in the newsroom watch. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, when they're not lying to their spouses. But the uh, uh, honestly, so here's uh, Donnie O'Sullivan. He continues about that, that terrible Elon Musk. And CNN reported the fake news every day with the inchworm, you know, Adam Schiffless, uh, about their Russian collusion. And then they didn't report the true news. That was all fake news. Then they didn't report the true news about Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails and Joe Biden being the big guy and Tony Bobolinsky explaining all the international deals and the, the organized crime family. Um, you're not a legitimate news organization. And that's why the New York Times poll found that the American people, 84% of us, view the news media as a threat to our democracy, the premier threat to our democracy. Here's Donnie. I worry about the chilling effect that this might have on those reporters, particularly when you think that Musk also owns these other companies, Tesla and SpaceX. What if you're in Germany or elsewhere and you're reporting uh, on maybe poor working conditions? Is he going to come and and just stamp you down because he says, oh, that's against the rules? Maybe you should report on poor working conditions of the slave labor camps in Wuhan, China, where Apple and the NBA are having products made. Maybe uh, poor working as opposed to, <laughs> you know, at uh, Twitter headquarters. <laughs> they, did a, they made a big story about how Elon Musk had some cots brought in because people were lock, working long days, might want to take a nap, uh, have a snack, take a nap, then get back to the, you know, nose to the grindstone. Uh, they were very upset about that. But right outside the building, there are uh, drug-addicted homeless people sleeping on uh, slabs of cardboard on the sidewalk, and they're fine with that because... Were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. Now let's go to, uh, we go from uh, Donnie, Donnie O'Sullivan, to Donnie Lemon. Let's go to Donnie Lemon. Because remember, Elon Musk is the free speech guy, and CNN is against the free speech guy. So is the Washington Post. Well, I emailed him a couple you weeks ago <laughs> to, for an interview. Well, maybe. And heard back. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. But is it a Camera one. Elon Musk. So, yeah, that's a good Come question. on the right. show. Yeah, uh, Elon Musk would do an interview with you, right? Rather have, uh, you know, staples put through his tongue. Uh, Don Lemon, uh, who, you know, puts staples through his tongue sometimes, too. Um, and this is, uh, this is they, they think this is what passes for journalism at, at CNN. I was asked in an interview the other day at Media Research Center with Brent Bozell whether I think, as a veteran uh, ashamed of it, of CNN, whether I think the new Chris Licht, the new president, Chris Licht who? Um, well, everybody. Well, half the people. Whether Chris Licht is going to turn it into a news organization again, the correct answer is no. No. It's not going to be. Uh, And Elon Musk is a champion of freedom and free speech. CNN, therefore, is anti-Elon Musk. And these fake reporters and fake anchors, pretty outrageous. By the way, President Trump, his uh, NFT card sold out yesterday. I talked about these yesterday. Sold out. Uh, $4.45 million. There are no more. 45,000 pieces sold in 12 hours for $4.45 million. Pretty specific figure. Too late to get them now. You missed your chance. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. President Trump, by the way, is also vowing to fight for free speech in government, on universities, 
social media platforms uh, and the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, are against it. Says have elected in 2024 free speech reform, government universities, media, tech firms. Uh, that's what Elon Musk is about. Let's go to Oliver Darcy, uh, number 10. Uh, and listen to this stuff. They allow the Ayatollah on Twitter, but not Trump. I think, it, well, it's important. To, it's, it's one of these cases where it's difficult, right? Yeah. You don't want to give someone attention if they're just looking for attention. But I think it's also important to talk about what's happening on this platform because it is such a crucial information platform. This is how a lot of the world communicates. I mean, world can, leaders are on this platform. Can we platform, talk about right? that? Yeah, the Ayatollah's on it, but you guys banned the president of the United States. Uh, and uh, and it was uh, it was very important before the election, too, before Elon Musk took over. Is Oliver Darcy is a fake media analyst at CNN. He's a crook. Uh, the open borders thing is affecting the Democrats in Denver, Colorado. Let's go to the Denver mayor, Michael Hancock, uh, where they have 900 illegal aliens. This influx of migrants, the anticipated nature of their arrival, and our current space and staffing challenges have put an immense strain on city resources to the level where they're on the verge of reaching a breaking point. 900 uh, illegal aliens in Denver, Colorado, a fairly big city. Thousands and thousands in El Paso, Texas, a much smaller city. Uh, And New York City is now asking for $1 billion from the federal government. New York City, the mayor there, Eric Adams, $1 billion uh, because of the illegal aliens. Now, I've uh, run my clock out once again, which uh, happens uh, every time, doesn't it? But I uh, have a uh, spectacular weekend, and I uh, still didn't get uh, souped-up COVID. May have leaked from lab in Wuhan, China, during secret Chinese bioweapons program. Um, the Sun in the U.K. is covering it. It's a, a U.S. Senate report, but the Washington Post and the New York Times are not covering it. For whatever reason, I think they, they like the slavery, you know? It's like Woody Allen's brother who thought he was a chicken, and why don't they take him to a doctor? They, they would, except they need the eggs. That's why they like communist China. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together... It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.